Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to take a look at two companies that just reported earnings, Dropbox and the Trade Desk. So let's get started. Before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, the thumbs up and hit the bell. It helps the small channel out so much and I truly appreciate it. Also, let me know which one of these stocks you guys prefer more. Do you guys like Dropbox more? Do you guys like the Trade Desk more? So make sure to let me know in the comments below. All right, so the first company we're going to take a look at is Dropbox. And let's start off by looking at this company's stock performance. This company today was up pretty big. It was up about 7.6% and it was sitting about $21.90 before close of day. After hours, after reporting earnings, this company jumped up about 3% and is sitting at $22.52. If we take a look at this company's past six months, this company is one of the few companies that have returned a positive return to the investors. Let's say on February 20th, outside of that peak, this company has returned about 13% to investors. So before we go any further, I wanted to explain what Dropbox company does. If you think about Dropbox, maybe you might be thinking about a Dropbox two, three years ago, where it was pretty much just a clouding a clouding platform where you would drop your your files in and that would be it dropbox has changed dramatically since where it's it, from where it was now now it's a place where all your team's content comes together where you can use the tools you love so dropbox has become a tool that enterprises use and one of the main things about it is yes it's still more of a clouding server where you can still put your files but it also allows you to integrate different tools to make your team more more manageable and to make sure your team is working accordingly for example, you can integrate like Zoom, you can integrate Slack, you can integrate Hello Science, you can integrate so many different tools into Dropbox, which makes it a great a great tool where you can put even more tools inside of it. All right, so next let's take a look at this company's earnings results. So quarter one, non-gap earnings per share for this company were 17 cents, which actually beat by four cents. Gap earnings per share were nine cents, which beat by 13 cents. And revenue for this company was $455 million. And this was up 18% compared to the same time last year. And it actually beat by about $4 million. So not a huge beat. One of the biggest beats for this was the quarter, the earnings per share, as we're going to see later on. But we can see one thing. This company is definitely a a growing company. We're seeing 18% growth in revenue. So we're going to see that this is one of those growing companies that we have been seeing. And we can see with only $455 million of revenue, and this company probably has a small market cap, a market cap of about $10 billion. So this is one of those smaller companies that can continue to grow. So next, let's take a look at the highlights for quarter one. So this was the first time that Dropbox was actually positive on earnings per share in gap performance. So that probably also helped push up this stock price up that 3%. Paying users from last year were $13.2 million and they have now grown to $14.6 million. Average return, average revenue per user was also up. Right now, average return per user is $121. Um, well, it's $126 compared to $121 same time last year. So we're seeing an increase in, in paying users and we're also seeing an increase in revenue per users. Gross margins for this company was 78.3%. Last year was 75.4%. So we are seeing an, an, an improve in gross margins. And right, this is more of a software company. So software companies tend to have higher gross margins because they don't really have to spend money on the, on, on buying raw material for the items. So usually software companies you're going to see have really gross margins. 
Operating margins for this company was 16.1% compared to the same time last year, which was 10.1%. So that's pretty impressive to see that growth in, in growth margins and that growth in operating margins. Cash flow from operations totaled about $53 million and free cash flow was $25.5 million. So it's good to always see that the company is providing positive cash flow from operations. Cash flow from operations is cash that it gets from its everyday activities. So that's where you definitely want to see a positive cash flow. For the end of the quarter, this company ended with $1.1 billion in cash and cash equivalents. And later on in this episode, we're going to take a look at this company's balance sheet. So next, I wanted to take a look at what type of growth Dropbox usually gets. And we're going to take a look at 2019 uh, annual data here and compare it at the same time last year. So revenue in 2019 for the year of 2019 grew about 19% compared to 2018. In 2018, revenue grew about 25% compared to 17. In 17, revenue grew about 31% compared to 16. And you can see, right, revenue is still in the nice double digits, high 20s, even 30s. So that's, that's pretty good. It's showing that this company is still growing. But we do see that that growing is level, it is dropping down. Even though right last year was a 19% growth, the year before that was 25 and the year before that was 31. So we are seeing that it, it, we might start seeing maybe a flattening in there. It doesn't mean that growth will stop, but it, it, it might start peaking. And we saw for this quarter, this company was up about 18%. And it was similar to last year where the full year saw about a 20%. So maybe that 18% might be somewhere around here is where this company starts to flatline. But that's still huge growth in revenue. Next, I wanted to take a look at this company's balance sheet. And this is the most updated balance sheet for this quarter, which they just presented to us. So first, let's start off with this company's total current assets. So total current assets for this quarter, and this is compared to last quarter, compared to just three months ago. So total current assets right now is about $1.2 billion compared to $1.25 billion same times three months, uh, just three months ago. And that's about a $50 million decrease. There's not really much that to me wouldn't throw me a red flag or anything at all. The only thing I just want to say, like I, like we saw, this company has about one billion, over a little bit over one billion dollars in cash or some form of, of liquidable asset that it can grab pretty quickly, and that's pretty good. Next, I wanted to take a look at this company's total asset, and right now, right now we're seeing not much of a change, and that's okay, right? Uh, that's actually what I definitely like to see. Uh, some it would throw me a red flag if i saw a difference a major difference somewhere a major number change somewhere and it would tell me to look at it a little bit further but total assets this quarter was 2.7 billion compared to about 2.7 billion last quarter so again that doesn't it, there's a it was a few million dollars higher this quarter but nothing to really be proud about or brag about Next, let's take a look at this company's liability. And right now, let's just jump with total current liabilities. Total current liabilities for this company this quarter is about $970 million. And again, not a small, not a, not a big change compared to current liabilities just last quarter, which was about $1 billion. So a few million dollars. And you guys might be hearing like only a few million dollars. That's ridiculous. But when we're taking a look in the form of percentage, it, it's a very small percentage. And one thing I'm actually pretty happy is out of that $970 million of, of current liabilities, $570 million of it is deferred revenue. So if you guys don't know, deferred revenue is pretty much uh, it's revenue that this company has collected, but it has yet to provide 
provide the service for. So it's going to a liability. So for example, Netflix, Netflix has a lot of deferred revenue. Let's say you buy a year's worth of Netflix, right? You pay for your year's subscription, but you've only, you've only gone through one month of that subscription. So you've only, this company has in technically only collected about one month of revenue. The other 11 months are considered deferred revenue because Netflix still has not yet provided that that service for you. So the similar thing is for Dropbox. So for me, deferred revenue is pretty much uh, what I would consider a fake liability because eventually the company will provide this service and will collect that money. So if we take that off, this company only has about $400 million of total current liability. And this company has plenty of cash to be able to pay that off. Total liabilities for this company is about $1.9 billion. And one thing that I am happy to see is this company does not have any long-term debt. And that's always a good thing to see for a growing company with strong growth. It's a company that that will be able to survive. So this company actually has enough cash. And if we take off the deferred revenue, pretty much has more than enough cash to pay off its total liabilities and that's actually a pretty impressive thing so this company definitely has a very nice balance sheet next i wanted to take a look at this company's valuation and if you guys don't know and if you guys have not been watching my channel i like to do a lot of i like to evaluate the companies in two different ways depending if, if this is a growing company i tend to look at a forward price to sales ratio so the forward price to sales ratio is pretty much how much money this company is expected to make in two years and divided by the current price and that would give me some form of ratio if this company already has a track record of making money i like to look at forward pe ratio because that kind of gives me uh, more of a, a realistic valuation so Dropbox is actually pretty good in both those terms. So I would consider Dropbox a growing company because we're seeing nice double digit growth, right? We saw 20% last year and this quarter it saw about an 18% growth in revenue. So this company is definitely a growth company, a growth stock. Forward PE ratio. So in December, 2021, so that's two years from now, this company is expected to make about 85 cents. With the current stock price of, what was it? I, I mentioned $23. So with the current stock price of $23 and uh, earnings, forward, uh, earnings per share of 85 cents, this company's forward PE ratio is close to 27. And I'm not gonna lie, a 27 forward PE ratio for a growth company, I would consider pretty pretty cheap. And after watching this, uh, after watching this, I think I might go a little bit more in detail in Dropbox and let me know if you guys want me to do that. But Dropbox seems like a nice investment for me. It's something I, I definitely would feel comfortable going into. And the next thing is this company is growing pretty heavily in revenue. Forward price to sales ratio is about four. And one thing I, I, I do do is I watch a lot of Shark Tank. And Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, one thing he, he says a lot, and I don't know if you guys have picked up, is he would never pay more than 10 times the revenue on, on a company. So this company only has four times the revenue of future of future value. So even to Mr. Like, let's say if we were talking to Mr. Wonderful and this was a Shark Tank negotiation, Shark Mr. Wonderful wouldn't. I don't think he would complain too much about this company's valuation right now. So I, I am dropping, I am liking Dropbox a bit, and I, I do think I might pick up a few shares tomorrow when the market opens. So the next company we're going to take a look at is the Trade Desk, and this is another software company. This company, though, unfortunately, after hours is down about 5%, 5.5, and is sitting at $304. 
if we just take a look at the past six months, is actually pretty similar to Dropbox, where this is one of those few companies that have had a positive return to investors if we take a look at February 20th. Actually, now with this company being down about 5%, this company is showing a little bit of, of, of red to investors. But again, it's one that's probably outperforming the market right now. And if you guys don't know what Trade Desk is, again, let's pull up their website. Trade Desk has become the fastest growing demand side platform in the industry by offering agencies, aggregators, and their advertisers the best in class technology to manage display, social, mobile, and video advertising campaign. All right, so now that we know Trade Desk, let's take a look at their earnings results. For quarter one, this company had non-GAAP earnings per share of 90 cents, which actually beat by 49 cents. GAAP earnings per share were 50 cents, which also beat by 49 cents. So this company is proving it is proving the analysis um, wrong because they are beating their expectations. Revenue was $160 million, and this is up 32% year compared to the same time last year, and it actually beat by 3.02 million. So look, another company that's making a high growth and I actness and I honestly would expect this company because it makes a lot less revenue to have a less market cap than Dropbox. But after taking a quick look, this market cap is a bit bigger than Dropbox. So to me, just looking at that, I would consider Dropbox a, a more enticing investment for me. But again, the, sometimes you are paying for the growth. This company is growing at a 32% year to year compared to Dropbox, which only grew about 18%. Next, let's take a look at highlights for this earnings. In channel highlights, total mobile spend was up 38% compared to the same time last year. Mobile video spend was up 74% compared to the same time last year, and mobile in-app spends were up 55%. Connected TV spend doubled, and audio spend rose 60%. And right now, especially with everything that's going on, and finally, they do mention that customer retention stayed over 95%, and I think that's actually pretty impressive. They are not giving any guidance for quarter two and are withdrawing their guidance for for the revenue for the full year uh, of, the, of 2020. And this is something that's expected, especially if this is a form of advertisement company. Advertisement is usually one of the first things that takes a hit in any businesses. Even like, for example, Google, they mentioned that one of the, even though they pretty much advertise all of, that's all they do, um, they are cutting their marketing spending. So next, let's take a look at annual growth for this company. In 2019 compared to 2018, this company grew 38%. In 2018 compared to 17, this company grew 54%. In 2017 compared to 16, this grew 51%. So this company has very high growth compared to Dropbox, right? This company is growing at a faster rate. But again, it is always a little bit easier to grow when your revenue is pretty low, right? So if you get one more big client, that one big client can increase your revenue growth by, by high double digits. And But this growth I am, I'm expecting is what people are paying for right now. Actually, before we take a look at this company's valuation, let's actually take a look at this company's um, current balance sheet. And first, let's start off with this company's, let me zoom in so you guys can actually see better. Um, so here, let's take a look with total current assets. Total current assets this year were about, uh, this is right now compared to three months ago. So March 31st, 2020 compared to December 31st of 2019. So total current assets for this company are pretty much pretty flat. There is no major change. Total current assets here are sitting at about $1.44 billion compared to $1.44 billion just three months ago. And there are a few changes here and there, but 
actually let me explain to you guys this might be a good uh, a good thing to talk about so right we do see a big change in cash and cash equivalents so last quarter this company had 130 million dollars in cash and cash equivalents right now this company has about 325 so cash and cash equivalents increased by 200 million dollars so you might be like hey jose that sounds pretty great but actually it's it's pretty much no change because look this company had accounts receivable so you might be like, Jose, what the heck is accounts receivable? Accounts receivable, it's money that it's due to this company by its customers. Last quarter, this company was owed about $1.15 billion of, of money. Now it's only owed about nine point, uh, about $950 million. So accounts receivable decreased by about $200 million. So that means that its customers paid this company in cash about $200 million worth that it was owed. And that's why we see that increase in $200 million in cash. But it's pretty much just the same assets there. So that's why we don't see much of a change in total current assets. Next, let's take a look at this company's total asset. Again, its total asset is, is pretty flat line. Right now, it's sitting at about $1.76 billion dollars compared to 1.72 billion dollars so a change of about 40 million dollars not nothing to really throw a red flag and let's actually see how much real cash this company has so real cash this company has is what i would consider cash and cash equivalents plus short-term debt and that's about 450 dollars 450 million dollars and now let's take a look at this company's total current liabilities so total current liabilities for this company did decrease so right now, last quarter it was 930 million this quarter was 734 million and that's a big change but this is just the biggest change here came from accounts payable so accounts payable decreased by that 200 million dollars and accounts payable is just money that this company owes is is its suppliers or who or whoever it needs to pay um so again this usually changes and, and it's it this change doesn't really give me it's not really something to jump about it's something you see so so no red flags here and but nothing to really be happy so total current liabilities are okay the only thing i'm not liking right now about in about invest um the trade desk balance sheet is this company just recently took out a new debt so this company last quarter had zero long-term debt Right now, this company has about $143 million in long-term debt. So that I'm not too happy about. But at the end of the day, total liabilities are pretty much flatlined. So what could end up happening, so what, what could have ended up happening here is this company took out a debt to pay off some of its um, accounts payable. So we did see an accounts payable decrease. So at the end of the day, if if we just take a look at total liabilities and total assets, they're pretty much flat. So I think this is right now just money being moved over at X amount of time. So they took out $143 million to pay off that accounts payable. And that's where we see that accounts payable drop down. But at the end of the day, this company still has the same amount of total assets and pretty much has the same amount of total liabilities compared to just a quarter ago. All right, so now let's take a look at this company's valuation. So the trade desk, uh, I'm just going to mention right now, I, I'm a little bit more of a fan of, of Dropbox valuation compared to, to trade desk. So the trade desk is a bigger growth stock, right? This company is growing at a faster rate percentage wise than Dropbox. So I'm guessing that's why it's a little bit more of a premium. But the forward price to sales ratio for this company for 2021 is about 14. 
Even for a growth company, I don't think I would be comfortable paying anything over 10, right? Even though that's the number Mr. Mr. Wonderful takes. And that's a great, a great, um, what I would say, a great baseline for me as well. Like maybe 11 would be okay. But anything above there, I feel like there's better investments out there. Like we saw with Dropbox. So with a 14 forward price to sales ratio, this company has actually already deterred me. Now, if we take a look at this company's forward PE ratio, this company's forward PE ratio is dropping. But in December 2021, this company is expected to make $4.20, which gives this a forward PE ratio of 74.41. To be honest, this the forward PE ratio would not matter too much to me if this company's forward to price sales ratio was below 10. If this company's forward to price ratio was around 5 or 6, I actually wouldn't mind paying that forward PE ratio. But with the 14 forward price to sales ratio, to me, it's a little bit overvalued. And this wasn't supposed to be a versus video, but it actually turned out to me that I'm actually pretty bullish on Dropbox. And even at the current stock price that it went up, I think I might enter this company. Again, these are all my thoughts and I'm no professional around here. So these are just my thoughts and so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I am liking this little con- this little new setup that I have with this episode better where I go a little in detail and don't go too heavy right now. And if you guys want me to go even heavier on the company, feel free to post in the comments and I will do that after. Um, so take care, guys. Have a good night. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hit the thumbs. I appreciate all the support and thank you.